the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. I'm Brian Awena and I'm 11 years old. Thank you for tuning to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. So, coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Shailene Tobin. She is the owner of Hooked on Books. What is Hooked on Books? Just stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM and we'll find out more. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a racket riddle to challenge your brain. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss out on this racket show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you just want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and it's charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019. And please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. That's 010-140-3020. So get ready for a very interesting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, 4 Kids, by Kids. My name is Brana Wena and I'm 11 years old. Good afternoon, Shailene. Good afternoon, Brana. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to jump into this, jump into the questions because Hooked on Books sounds very catchy and interesting. So yes. um, please explain to us what Hooked on Books is. Okay, I will explain it to you, Brana. So basically, Hooked on Books is a program that is there to get children reading. So what we do is I've got two, in fact, I've got more than two programs, but the main ones that I started with was um, a group of books that's aged for grade grade R's to grade threes, and I do six books that are included in that program, and then I do another program for grade four to grade seven, and that's also six books. So what we do is we find good children's books. We dramatize them. I have three actors. We drop them at a cliffhanger. We say to the children, do you want to find out what happens in the book? Go read it for yourself. So we encourage them to get straight to the library to finish reading the book because we don't tell them what happens in the end. Oh, my gosh, that's so clever. So exciting. And what we do as well is we get a lot of – We have. I, I, I love acting. Uh, my base is as an actress. I can see it in your eyes, <laughs> said you. Um, so that's where I studied. So for me, the love of theater is is one of my – it's my big love. So for me to be able to encourage young people who've never had a chance to be on stage to get up, we dress them up in costumes, we say, this is your part in the story, you have to be able to do this, come out here, move that there, then do this, at this moment, and then you're going to fall down flat and pretend you're dead. So we give them a big part in the shows to do, Mm -hmm. then they become part of the story, so it gets filled up with the children from the school, and they help us tell the story. And in that way, they get to be on stage. They get to make the the performance piece better than it would have been with just my three actors. And they get to think, I wonder what happened to that character. Did the character really die in the end? They just told me to die, but did it die? Or did it come back to life? Or or why did the goat kick that guy in the head? Or or whatever the story is. So (laughs) it's really exciting. So the goal is to get the children to like to read. Absolutely. Um, when did you, when did Hooked on Books start? So Hooked on Books started, now I'm not going to lie, it started like 20, 
six years ago. What? I know. It's been going for a very long time. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's older than me. No, it's like triple your age. Let's not talk about that. And when it first started, I used to act in it. <laughs> and I loved it. Um, it. It's a very, very difficult job to do because children are a very honest audience. So if there's anything that they don't like, I remember one little like, girl. Boo. Yeah, I was like, she's like, this is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, I was like, wait a minute, like, give me a chance. Let me, let me have another chance. Let me redo that. So there's such an honest audience, and that's what I love about it as well. So you've got to be in the moment. You've got to give it horns. You've got to do what you can to make it as exciting as possible. <laughs> but I do use, I don't use big Technicons and sound and everything I use what we call like a bare stage So there's just a basic set And we will dress the characters In the stories with a very basic costume So it's nothing too complicated So the rest is left for the audience To fill in their own imagination Of what the rest of the look would be like So there's a lot of imagination required From the audience to fill up the pictures Um Wow. <laughs> what ages can people start working at Hooked on Books? So I actually work with qualified actors. So they have to have studied because it is quite a technical show and you have to understand theatricality and you have to understand acting to be able to do this job so, because you have to be very versatile. So do you have to be trained in drama? Yes. Okay. I do I do require, require – look, there's some – there's some actors that I've used before that have come straight out of like um, an art school and then they've got the basic understanding of, of the theatre. So that I can work with. But otherwise, I do prefer them to be trained because um, the, the, the amount of performance and the characters that they have to play changes so much. They've got to do about, I had about 20 characters, you know, and it make it very believable. And in between playing the character work, they have to change set. They have to talk to the audience in front of the in front of the crowd. So there's there's a lot more to to it just looking like a very simple show. So they're usually in the early 20s when I employ them, like 21, wow. 22. Um. So like, let do you like. If you go to schools to do the play, yes. um, do they have to have a stage there for you or? No, not at all. So what we do is we actually perform on the, on the floor. So we're on the same level as all the learners. And then we do performance in a semicircle. So we'll be on the one side of the hall and we will seat the children around us because it's very interactive. So the closer we are to our audience, the more we can pull them in to participate. And I always find if they're on the stage, they're just too far away uh, for what I like to make a full impact. So everybody's sitting on the floor. So we don't need a stage at all. We work on the floor. But we like to be indoors. We have been in hurricane weather outside, and it didn't go so well. <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, like, let's say... There's an actor that's yes. part of your team. Yes. Um, but they, their part that they're going to do has to involve singing, but they don't have a good voice. What would you do? Then I would change it so that it wasn't such a big singing part. Then I'd get them to either rap or I would not put them in that part. So I would use one of the other actors that could sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you seen how Hooked on Books has changed children's attitude to reading? I have, actually. Um, it's quite a phenomenon. Because I've been involved with it for so many years, um, I'm very close to a lot of the librarians who tell me that if there's any show that they can't miss in a year, 
it is hooked on books because it has such a massive impact. The librarians are literally inundated and swarmed as soon as this show is finished. So wow. we encourage the libraries to get the books before we come in and do the show. So, so as the show is finished, the, the kids have the books there and they can go and read it have immediately. Have they ever like had not, not enough books for the children? Yes. You must see the queues lining up. So if they've only got <laughs> one copy of the books, then the librarian says, I'm so sorry. I've got, I'm so sorry. I will get to you. I'll get you exclusive books or wherever I can get the books. I will get more. I'm sorry, children. I promise you I will. And then they swarm out to get more books. But the, but the great thing is that because there has been, you know, over the years, I haven't been able to figure out how to sell the books, but I've got a partner on board now, Fiona, and she is selling the titles that we dramatize. So it's so easy now. We She comes to the school if requested and she can sell the books to the children or she sells it to the library ahead of time. And it just makes everything so much easier. So the books are there ready to be read. Great. Um, have you also helped? help the teachers change their way of encouraging children to read? Yes. You know, there's so many teachers that come up and say, oh, my gosh, if we could only have the energy, but thank you for the idea of how to tell a story from a different perspective. So instead of just reading, they're encouraged. it encourages them to take a different tack on, on the approach of reading. And how wow. do we get to the learner who doesn't really like reading? How else are we going to – what if we got – if we did a play of this book rather than just read it out mundanely? But let's get that person to be this in, in the story and maybe encourage them to read like that. Wow. So they say it does give them a lot of ideas. Wow. Yeah, it's great. What advice would you give to parents to encourage their children? You know, I think I think there's such a an important role that's played by the parent reading to their children in the evenings. So I've got two quite young children, five, no, six and seven, wow. and I have been reading to them since they were born. And there is um, a sense of lovingness that comes together at the end of the evening when you get to read with your parent. I can hear that their vocabulary is a lot more advanced than other children because they're exposed to a lot more words. Um, there's an interest. So to me, uh, reading to your children from a young age is is a vital skill that you give yourself and them um, of of just broadening their horizons and and their landscape of of words and knowledge from a very young age. So I, I would think read them anything, read them something of a newspaper, uh, look at the headlines, you know, say what does that word spell and what could that mean and I wonder why that's there or or think of the story. What do you think that that person did in the end? I just think it's a way to start the imagination, the creativity going, um, getting a mind that starts to be. Uh, inquiring and asking questions about different things that you wouldn't ordinarily be exposed to. Well, like, and also then the pair, um, those children will, when they grow up, they'll take those same books and read them to children. Absolutely. I'm still reading my old classics to my children. <laughs> uh, do you do other work or hobbies or do you work full time at Hooktown Books? Look, I, d- I do. Hooks on Books is quite full-time for me. I've got a program running in Johannesburg, 
and then it goes to Durban and Cape Town. We've also got a nursery school program that goes around to all the schools that is run by Laura, my partner. And then we have also just started an Afrikaans show, which is called Les Valies. So that goes out to English learners who aren't necessarily very good at Afrikaans but have to learn it. So it's also using the medium of books to to bring children into to reading Afrikaans. So so do you do um is Hooked on Books um around the world or is it only in South Africa? It's just South Africa. I'd like to get it around the world. Can you help me? No. <laughs> I'm joking. I can. <laughs> What did you do before you worked at Hooked on Books? Okay, so I actually am trained as an actress. So um, that's my first love. So I have actually, I still perform a fair amount when I can. So um, I have been in a couple of series on TV. Um, one of them was a while ago. It was called The Coconuts, where I played um, a black maid that had been turned white by accident, and the white family that she worked for were all turned black because they parked on ancient ancestral burial ground and they were warned not to stay there, but the white family were like, oh, well, whatever, we're just going to stay here. And so the old man came out and he warned them, and then the ancestors cast a spell on their caravan. And in the morning they all woke up and they'd been changed different colors. So the white family had been turned black and the black maid had been turned white. So it was a, a very situational comedy, and I was to play patience that must talk like that, and she don't want to be white. She wants to be black again. So that was one of the wonderful parts that I got to play. It was an incredible experience. I had to learn Zulu, and I had to be able to kulume Zulu very quickly. <laughs> and then recently I did a show called The Bedford Wives, which was basically like what happens in Bedford View to the wives of the women who are kind of involved in the mafia. And that was wonderful. So I'm an actress. I do voice work. Um, I do performance. I do stage shows. I do, I do really what, whatever I can. I MC and I run hooks on books. So I also actually did, um, I've also been an MC. Have you? And, um, I also know a little bit of Zulu Mjani, Apire. They are very good. We'll pull them a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what part of your job do you enjoy most? I think uh, watching the children at the schools. So when I see the children participating um, in in the stories that we've set, and when I see a young person do something that is totally unexpected to what I have envisioned that they will do, that is my favorite thing. I just and this feel, is so funny. Oh, it's hilarious because it's so unexpected and I literally fall about I, I just love it. I love watching what children do. It's always unexpected to me. Um, I love their reaction to it. I love the way they, they talk sideways to each other and go, oh, it's so stupid or did you see what that guy did? Or, or they try and sing the songs afterwards or they go, oh, did you see him do that oh, all the time? And just what they what they take from the show. I also love working with the young actors that come out um, out of training and, and into the industry because children's theatre is always, I don't know, it's a little bit looked down on by a lot of actors because it's very, very hard work. So it's it's kind of like half manual labor and half giving your soul. So you've got to pack up everything into a small car. You've got to set it up when you get to the school. You've got to break it down again and put it back in the car, go to the next school. So wow. it's really hard work. And um, I, I love watching how they change because it's a, it's, 
it's the same job every day with the same shows, but they have to make it fresh for every new audience, and I insist on that. So do you, do you place every single every day? Every single day they oh go gosh. out. So this team of mine has been with me for the whole year. They started with me in January when we rehearsed. They went up till the end of June, then they had a three-week holiday, and they go from July right till the end of October. So they go to schools every day. <laughs> and um, what's the most challenging part about your job? Also the actors that I work with. <laughs> well, sorry to them. So we're going to take a quick sound break quick. and we'll be Lovely, back. lovely. See you now. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was Kiss the Girl from The Little Mermaid. My name is Brown Awena and I'm 11 years old. Before we carry on with our very exciting interview, so if you have any questions for her, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019 or call on 010-140-3020. So let's definitely start carrying on with the questions, Shailene. Let's go, Fred Brano. Okay. So do you do plays in different languages? Yes, okay, so I've got the English, and I am doing the Afrikaans now. So those are the two languages that I do. So you don't do in Zulu? I'm going to stretch out into Isizulu. Wow. Yeah, because I have to. Because we have to know. Look, it's my favorite of the vernacular languages. Sorry if anybody's not Isizulu, but I do love it. (laughs) It it really, I love the flow of it. I love the sound of it. So I do think, yeah, and a, a lot of the schools have said to me, where's our Zulu show? So I was like, well, if I must do one, then I must do one. So I will be branching out into that, hopefully by next year. Oh, great. Um, do you ever make up your own plays or do you always take it from books? I do always take it from books. So because I want uh, to encourage reading, I do always use a book. But it takes me a long time to find the books that I select. So I have a panel of readers and we read throughout the year. To try and make um, the best selection possible to to kind of cover all bases of what different readers would like to read. So I like there to be a bit of sci-fi, a little bit of wildlife, a bit of um, nature awareness, uh, complete fantasy. Um, But I do keep the books very clean because we go to a huge variety of schools. So I don't have any sex or swearing or um, fairies or witchcraft. I stay away from religious aspects. Um, I try and make it um, as good, clean, informative, fun reads as possible. Um, so, like, may I, I suppose like a lot of the children that are in the school or the grade know the books that you're already acting out. So, like, they might like. Do they disturb the? Playing, go, ooh, I know that, ooh, I know that. Sometimes if they've read it, but usually the extract that we, that we do is so exciting that they don't say anything. As the title comes up, they'll say, oh, I've read the 13 story tree house or oh, I've heard of this book or whatever. But once we start dramatizing it, they don't even talk uh, anymore. They just stare at it. So then they don't disturb it anymore because well, it really like, is such oh. fun. Yeah. Wow. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> uh, do you get the children into, I'm sorry, what's, what's the difference between hooked on books and, uh, I don't know how to. And other shows? Yeah. Oh. Basically. 
like okay. other kids shows. Yes, I think. Well, I suppose ours because it's a reading-based show. It's got an educational aspect. Um, I suppose all shows that go to schools do, but um, there's a standard that I um, that I insist on. I think it's because I've seen a lot of children's theatre that I've looked at and I've thought, why are we underestimating our children and putting on products that um, are not challenging, are patronising, um, are not of the quality that I would like my children to see and that I feel passionate about. And when I performed in children's theatre, I found I found it some of the most difficult work I've ever done. And I, I push my actors to a standard that I absolutely insist that it is tip top, that we have got the best way of dramatizing the piece. We thought of the cleverest little um, effect that we can use to, to highlight something, something that you would, I, I try and go for the unexpected, but it is incredibly well rehearsed. It's thought out over months. Our scripting takes a long time and the costuming takes a long time to think about and the set. And I try and change it up every year. I try and have actors that can sing and dance if possible, but I, I will use the best person for the job. I think that's very special. It, thank you. <laughs> Do you repeat the same plays or do you produce new ones each time? I do. We produce a new show every year. So every year we'll have, it's actually 11 titles. So um, for the junior primary and the senior primary, there's five storybooks each. And then there's a poetry book that I love to use because I think it's a wonderful introduction to rhythm, rhyme, uh, language, how to, how to sound words out, how to create different visuals with certain words. So I think it's very important poetry. So I usually set that to a wonderful song and that's where we get the audience involved and we get them up and singing and dancing uh, sometimes, sometimes we don't but I do put on a new show every year so that show will travel to all the Johannesburg schools for the year What is your favourite play that Hooked on Books has done? Um, right, so for, there's been a few books that have stood out to me, there was I mentioned it earlier actually it's, um, it's called The 13th Story Treehouse just forgotten the author now they're going to kill me but um, it was a very difficult book t- to script so it's for quite a reluctant reader because there's a lot of pictures involved in the book it's quite a thick book but it's kind of a silly uh, take on fun. situations on fun and it's uh, these two boys whose minds go crazy their, their <laughs> imagination is so ridiculous that it is just like this is insane <laughs> And how we managed to just bring it alive on stage by using some of the illustrations as part of the way we try to dramatize it and then these silly words. And it just, it was fantastic. It, to me, it was one of my favorites. How do you choose which stories to, or, to do or plays to do for each school? So the, so we, I do the same books right across the year for all the schools. So I don't say, okay, for your school I'll do these six books and for your school I'll do those six books because it's a lot of setup. Um, so I do the same books throughout the year in Johannesburg and the schools will have us once a year to see, to see the show. And that choosing, as I said, takes, takes a long time, but I have to, there's so many stories that I've read that have captured my heart and I think I've got to tell the story, but I, they're impossible to dramatize because they're so narrative that I wouldn't be able to tell the story. So I have to look at books in quite a lot of detail in what is the message that we want to get across. Is it just a reading for fun or is there, 
Is there a, a message in here that children should be hearing at this stage? Are we dealing with difficult situations that nobody talks about? So I change it up every year just to try and bring something different into it. Are we dealing with bullying or are we dealing with, you know, racism? Try and keep away from that, but anything like that. And then it's, it's how to lift it off the page, make it exciting, and still drop it at a place where the children are going, Suspense. Yes, I need to know what happens next. Why aren't you telling me that? Damn it, I've got to get the book. <laughs> so that's how we get them reading. That's also very special. It is so special. Thank you. Could you adapt or change plays to suit the different needs of different schools? Look, we do go to a variety of schools where uh, we go to a lot, a lot of the Muslim schools where they don't, in, they don't like any instruments or anything involved in our shows. So we, there's no musical instruments that are allowed to be played. Um, we go to some of the more religious Jewish schools like Yeshiva, for example, who doesn't allow the girls to sing uh, or dance at all. And I will just take that out of the show. Um, you know, they've got to be covered to a certain length. I don't mind adapting it like that, but I do have uh, – I can change the singing and the dancing. That's okay, but the, the pieces are pretty much set as they are. So I wouldn't be able to, like, stop girls or boys from doing certain parts – Due to um, certain beliefs, I, I usually have two guys and a girl in the cast, or sometimes I'd have two girls and a guy. But I do, I do have a representative of each of the sexes in the show. So yes, and they all do get heavily involved in the storytelling. So I can't adapt it too much. I can change things certainly, but the, the books as they are are as they are. But I can change the the way I would dramatize the poetry. So we wouldn't sing it; we could talk it, and things like that. So yes, we can adapt it, but not dramatically, dramatically. Does Hooked on Books um, do other things besides for plays for schools? No, we are, are really a, an educationally based show. So we are we go from school to school, and so does the pre-primary show that goes from nursery school to nursery school. We've tried to do that at parties, but it's it's not quite the right forum for a party because you want your captive audience. Yeah. And at parties, there's usually a jumping castle and a yeah. face painter and a guy on stilts and a balloon maker, and then yeah. there's just so much going on, yeah. What encouragement can you give to children that really want to start reading, but they just don't have the guts to? to oh, what encouragement should I give to them? Yeah. To really start reading. Yeah. Because there's a world out there that you don't even know yet. So if they're scared, they must start with the picture books. Look at the pictures. Are you talking about young audiences? Or are you talking all about ages, all, all ages. ages? Okay. So, so my big thing is if you start them young with the pictures, and that's why picture books are so vitally important because the stories are told through the illustrations and, and your eye is pulled into, to where the story's going through those illustrations. So as a reluctant reader, I would probably start with getting somebody to read it to me. And then trying to read some of the words for myself and starting with books that have got more illustrations, humorous illustrations, and then um, going on from there and just trying to, to, to find something that wow. they love. Like if your passion is, I don't know, carpentry, <laughs> I don't know who would love that, but um, then trying to find a book about that and say, what, what does this boy do? Did, how did he, did he find a piece of wood one day and did he start shipping it and did he create something out of that? And oh, that's what I love. And let me find out if I've got a passion in there. There's so many boys that loves foot, that love football yeah. and they love those football books. So, and even if it's just a factual book to start off with, it starts getting them into, I want to read more about that and let me find out about that fact and oh, let me get those cards. And so it just broadens and broadens. And before long, that reading will start to, to grow and grow and grow. Yeah, there's also books on like actual soccer players. I know. Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly.
What is your secret to getting children to start reading if they have never liked reading before? So this is this is my thing with hooked on books is uh, because I love drama. I think that reading and drama kind of go hand in hand to me because I see everything very visually. I see it in pictures, and as I'm reading books, I can see how these characters are saying the words and the lines. And perhaps to me, it feels like I'm in a movie as I'm and I'm world. the character. Yes. So sorry. What was your question? I got so caught up in my own head there. <laughs> What is your secret to getting children to start like reading? Yes, okay. So it's actually, it's creating the visual from the book. So, so my secret is to, to find a way to get those reluctant readers hooked on something that I am doing. So th- that's what I do with Hooked on Books. Yeah. But in my own forum with reluctant readers, I tend to over-dramatize. If I'm reading to my children and I see they're losing interest, I become very dramatic in my reading. And the next thing I've got them, their attention is focused. (gasps) Yes, yes. And then I'll say, and then down he went into the bathroom. And they'll say, the bathroom, mom, that's not scary. (laughs) I'll say, good, yeah, listen anyway. Let's carry on, children. (laughs) So the more dramatic, the better for me. (laughs) How many plays has Hooked on Books ever done? So, so we, I have been running Hooked on Books for 18 years. I know, don't look at me like that as if I'm so old. Take that look straight off your face. (laughs) I'll try. Boys and girls out there, her jaw just dropped to the ground because she's only 11. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we've been going for many, many years, and it was it was going way before I joined it as well. Well, I started acting in it. 27 years, in fact. Exactly, exactly, 28. <laughs> Has anything unusual happened when doing a play at a school? Has anything unusual happened? Like a sneeze or like a cough or like... Um, <laughs> oh, I've had a couple of actors that have vomited in the toilets oh and come straight back on to carry on, but that's just my actors. Um, I've had a couple... I, I remember mm. once in Durban, we were doing a show there, and we said um, one of the hippopotamuses jumped into the water and landed on his tummy, and we had told the child to jump off the block and go jump on its feet. And I think the child totally misunderstood us because he literally dive bombed straight forward, boof, onto the ground. <laughs> and then there was, he just stayed there and the actors and myself, we all just froze. And then there was like this, is the child okay? Is it okay? And up he popped and he's like, am I a good hippo or what? <laughs> it was brilliant. But I was terrified. I thought the child had died because he really did face plant. On the floor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Some costumes have ripped. Oh, so yeah. yeah, my boys are always wearing uh, different pants. And one day, I think the boy had not worn the pants that I had suggested that he wore. So he was sitting and he was doing do part of the choreography in one of the moves. And the, the, his pants just split right down the middle. Oh my word. So the rest of the show was done with his knees very tightly together. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what kind of feedback do you get from children and teachers once you have left the school? Oh, you know, the feedback is so wonderful and so encouraging. So my actors are almost like heroes. They have to sign autographs when they leave the school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and um, it's so funny. I was calling the F&B call center one day, and I was chatting to a young lady, and I said, hi, I've got a credit card. And she said, what's the name? And I said, it's Hooked on Books. And she's like, oh, Hooked on Books. I watch 
just that it's school. Do you know, you you made me a reader. I was never a reader before, and I've I've, I've got this amazing job now. And anyway, it was just so wonderful, oh and I couldn't believe the stretch of it. Even do you remember, the lady that was just in here doing the news, she said, "I remember hooked on books from school." So it's like I keep seeing like these people that are young and um, sometimes older. And not as old as me, but they all remember hooked on books from school. And I think the impact is big because I think um, you've either created readers or you've created people that love the theater and have an appreciation or remember it as a highlight of their school year. Oh, my gosh, that just makes me think it's really old. It's so old. We've been going for a lot of years. Oh and there's so many people that have seen it, so many children that have been through it and watched <laughs> it year after year after year. I'm so sorry that you haven't seen it. Soon to be, hopefully. Soon to be, hopefully. That rhymes. <laughs> so how can, our last question for today, yes. sadly, but yes. how can someone contact you if they're really interested in finding out more? Well, we do have a website, and it's called www.hookedonbooks.org.za, or you can always contact me. I'm Shailene at Hooked on Books. It's quite a tricky spelling. It's S-H-A-E-L-E-E-N at hookedonbooks.org.za. Happy for you to drop me an email at any time and we'll get back to you. And that's really how we do it. And we've got it all over. So we Joburg, Cape Town, Derbs, Nursery School Program, Afrikaans Show coming up soon. We're rehearsing for that at the moment. Wow. So there's lots happening. So thank you so much for coming in Chai Kids today and teaching us more about Hooked on Books. It sounds really interesting and very exciting. This has been Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brown Oena and I'm 11 years old. Thank you to my guest Shailene for coming on Chai Kids today and thank you to my producer Mandy and DJ Flo for pushing the big, big red buttons. Join us on Monday for another Chai Kids show. Only on 101.9 Chai FM. Shabbat shalom and goodbye kids!